COVID-19 safety measures were strictly adhered to at all times during this production. Welcome to our new podcast, The Anku. I'm Yanling. And I'm Sean. And usually on our usual freelance creative exchange podcast, we talk to professionals about how to supercharge their freelance careers. But after speaking to so many people, we were thinking, how did they get so cool? I mean, in order to achieve their successes and fame, they must have been pretty uncool at a certain point. No matter what kind of successes they have, we get our guests to dish out all the awkward moments that led them to where they are now. Some are even putting the cool in uncool jobs. So let's go talk to the uncools. So Yanding, when you hear about professional wrestling, what comes to mind? Half-naked people in a ring smashing each other? Yeah, and then they all have cool names, they have over-the-top characters and all the likes of that that makes the whole thing fun. So what's your cool name going to be? Well, if I had a professional wrestling name, my cool name would be The Inquisitor because I think it's very dangerous and it's very intimidating and, you know, Sean is not very intimidating. But there must be more to this than just cool names, right? Okay, so what's your cool name then? I need to think about this, but maybe our next guest can help me. Unlike other episodes, for this one, we have three guests. And uh, why don't we let the three of them introduce themselves. My name is Alexis Lee. I am Singapore's first female pro wrestler. And I have also a former Australian champion and the current CWE Vixen champion, which is like based in America. So I'm international. What's up, everyone? My name is Sean. In the ring, I'm known as Traxxas. I've been wrestling since 2013, and I'm also a former Southeast Asia champion. Outside the ring, my name is Andrew Tang. I'm 32. I'm the co-founder of Singapore Pro Wrestling. But inside the ring, I'm the first ever pro wrestler of Singapore, the dasher of dreams, the destroyer of destinies, the embodiment of Singapore Pro Wrestling, the emperor of eternity, the four times SPW Savvy's Asia champion of the world, the statement. Andrew Tang! Yeah! I, I'm scared now. Scared. I'm the most intimidating wrestler in the whole of Singapore, damn it! And you three are from SPW, Singapore Pro Wrestling Federation. The first modern professional wrestling promotion in Southeast Asia. And also a wrestling school. That is so cool. It's very curious though. What were you guys stuck in secondary school? <laughs> I was a prefect. <laughs> that, that, that is like unexpected, you know. Why? Think that like gangster gangster cannot be prefect. Uh. Guess my guess my CCA. Guess my CCA. Guess my CCA. Guess my CCA. What? Library? Guess my CCA. Library? Oh. Oh. AV, AV. No AV. <laughs> I'm not an adult video star, la. I wish to be la, but I'm not. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, choir. Choir. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's why. Hey, I'm a beautiful singer, okay? Yeah. No, but I was, I, I was, I was not expecting that. <laughs> that's why I thought you guys before you were cool, like the cool statement. Now you're the uncool choir prefect. Hey, <laughs> hey, who says I'm not cool? At that time, I was a prefect. Huh? you know my school, a lot of gangster fighting, fighting. But I hey, I'm a pro wrestler. <laughs> that's okay, you know. The funny thing about my story, I'm a pro wrestler, right, right, is that I met my secondary school teacher. Like oh. apparently, like after like you know he retired, right? He became a photographer, lah. Yeah, then he wanted to like, he messaged me out of nowhere on Facebook like Andrew, I heard you do a pro wrestling promotion yeah. uh, Can I come and uh, photograph and so bring some of my boys to come and oh, Sure, no problem Mr. Hing I'm like, <laughs> sure, <laughs> you're the science teacher who always like, you know, was my form teacher He was like, he looks at Gene Snitsky at that point of time So I was like, always, like Mr. Hing looks at Gene Snitsky Yeah, you know so I was like, oh, pretty cool like, He comes to my show you know, he, Photographs us, you know, yeah, 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 it's something special with me as well. La. So that's the thing about pro wrestling, like, you know, like, 
Like all the form teachers start to remember their talent lah because the <laughs> other students are all like boring jobs lah, you know. Stop. Mine was uh, uh, every recess would be classroom brawler. Oh, <laughs> bad boys ah, oh. bad boy lah. Good job, bad boy lah. Yeah. La. Is that kind? So fun lah. <laughs> be my bad boy, be my man. So I was like, it was one time like uh, I was obsessed with Shawn Michaels lah. So like um. <laughs> Just like giving music. My, my my friend at the time would, would, would throw a, a super kick switchy music at me, I would catch his leg. I was like I was like, you wanna throw switchy music at me? And I just like I just lifted his leg up. Oh, and he cut wheel in mid air and fell on one side oh. and dislocated his shoulder. Oh. Wow. <laughs> bad boy, bro, bad boy, that's the way, bro. And then, and then and then he went out like 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 ambulance and stuff, he went out and then he looked at me, he was like, I'll be back. What school did you go to? <laughs> the rematch. Which school did you go to? I'm like? not gonna say lah. I don't think it's good. Alexis, Alexis, share a story, Alexis. So I I was bullet in school. Then bullet. that's when I st- bullet. So I started watching wrestling, and then that was when I decided like you know I should be learning stuff and obviously same, totally ignore the not Chinese at home stuff. So like when I had my friends over, <laughs> I'll be like trying moves on them. What? Then my mom would suddenly walk in on me like on top of my friend, you know, in the submission Ooh. hall, which totally looks wrong. <laughs> so oh. wrong. It's like you know, just pinning my friend. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, <laughs> next, <Uh-oh>. next. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's not that crazy story, next. but it's still. Uh, I feel like it should be like woo, holding a those kind of place card. So, sorry, you're not beautiful enough to be a ring girl. Oh, ah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. All right. I'm very, very curious. Um, how do you come up with names like the statement or Alexis or Alexis? What What is your what, what What's the whole premise behind it? So Alexis came about because Mickey James is one of my favorite wrestler, and in the independent scene, she goes as Alexis M- Larry. And then I was like, oh, Alexis is nice. Plus the fact, you know, Alex the Lion from Madagascar and I'm a Leo. So like, <laughs> it's the silliest reason why, but like it makes sense to me. So, so it's fine. So, so you got your name by a cartoon. Sure. And, and then you it come out like there. a porn star. I like to move. It sounds like a porn star, right? Then you come out right. there and you're like, Yo, so you're like this cute. There, baby. You're like this cute character from Madagascar. And go out there yeah. and you start beating I up like people. I like to move it, move it. <laughs> I like to move it, move it. All right, all right. Um, for me... Since young, um, me, my friends, and my brothers, we were very into like the video games, mm. you know. So like we would always like be obsessed with creating our own characters, and uh, we would always come up with our own names. So for me, uh, it started out as um, Nitrox for some reason. So I like the word Nitro. I just put an X at the back. And after a while, like um, the W. like a coffee. Really? Like nitro brew oh, or something. Like, 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 some like energy like, coffee, like some, right? I think like with my friends, like, like my own friends outside of wrestling, like they call me Sean. And then when like like my wrestling friends call me like Traxxas, then they think it's weird. They call you Traxxas, they call you Sean. Then, yeah, it's normal. <laughs> then when then when like like my wrestling friends like us like call me Traxxas, I think it's normal. Then when they call me Sean, it feels like weird. Well, for me, it's, uh, you know, ever since young, I wanted to be a star, you know, always wanted the attention to be on me. So it doesn't matter what I do, whether inside the ring, outside the ring, whether in the gym, whether it's dragon boating, whether it's like hanging off the ladies, all I want to do is to leave a statement on everyone's mind, hence the name, The Statement. So, so, so do you ever like go to work and be like, don't respond to me, like, no, 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 my name is Alexis. He introduced me with like, every and all name that I have. So it's very confusing whenever I'm like meeting new people. Alexis Marilli, that sounds good lah! 
<laughs> so you guys just react to every every name right yeah. now. If I yeah, call it's, you it's outside, so like statement. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the first question will be like, I can't really remember you, but I'll be like, oh hi. Uh, do you watch our shows? Yeah, yeah. That's the first question I'll ask them. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, th- normally this show is about you know people in the creative industries, uh, freelancers. Uh, you guys are unconventionally creative. I think people would un- really undervalue the creativity and the art of storytelling that goes on. Uh, in what you do. Storytelling is so important because you know at the end of the day sports entertainment is not just purely sports. Like the best wrestlers around the world like The Rock, Stone Cold, you know, they, they don't really have to do too much stuff. You know, they, they don't have like 1,000 moves or 1,000 holes or whatsoever. But it's just that, you know, they have these seven moves they just do, but it's just the personality that they have, you know, they shine. So people can really actually relate to them. And of course, it's like, you know, what made the Attitude Era big is because of the stories, you know, like you always want to keep coming back for more to see the angles, to see like what's going on, you know, you, how the story develops. So I think that's a very, very beautiful part of pro wrestling. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, sports entertainment. So you got to entertain the fans. is always wanting the fans to remember what's going to happen and always keep coming back for more. Yeah. Was that what you guys wanted to do since young? I actually started watching pro wrestling because like I was going through a period of school bullying Bullying. in high school. Mm -hmm. I think I started watching it when I was 14. Then there was like this uh, MTV made that kind of series where they kind of like do different weird stuff like for for kids. And like I decided I wanted to be a pro wrestler. And I found out about SPW when I was in Polytechnic and then started then yeah. It's been crazy fun. So you started when you were like 17? Yeah, for the first class. It was like when I was 17. And, was, and I so... I met him there. And when you told your your your, your friends or your parents that, okay, I'm going to go wrestling, what was the first thing that came to their mind? My friends were like happy that, you know, there was like uh, some sort of self-defense coming for me, that sort of thing. But my parents and like my family members in general, they don't really like it. So he has some stories where he has interacted with my family before. Your mom lah, your mom is yeah. such a beautiful woman I tell you that. <laughs> I love her messages. Say my regards to Mama Lee, yeah. Yeah, so my mom would message him and like try to convince, like my, my family would also like try to convince me to like stop wrestling and all that stuff. So I, I, kept, I kept pretending that I was like going for judo. Cause I, I did, uh, when I started in polytechnic, I was like, you know, those CCA, you kind of go try out different ones. So I signed up for, load of like CCAs and then I was like just trying so I was kind of doing judo a bit here and there then I kind of gave up to do pro wrestling I think at first like my parents thought I was joking they like oh, okay sure yeah and then like um, the day came they're like hey I'm gonna go down to check out their wrestling training then my dad was like are you serious then like they were so mad my dad wasn't happy with it so so I think that's also because there's this perception that wrestling is not very serious I mean if you compare it to to like MMA or you compare it to other uh, boxing or something, you know that that's real. They really whack the hell of each other. But wrestling, they think of it as to be a bit fake, a bit scripted. So, mm. in that sense, I guess people don't take wrestling as seriously. Mm, my dad was more like they they from their perspective they saw wrestling um, as equally dangerous as MMA. Like if mm. if I told them that like of course my dad is a black belt in taekwondo, mm. so if I told him like I'm gonna go because I did judo for a while as well. My parents were more supportive of, of me doing judo than wrestling because they understand that there's some self defense to it. Then they know that there's some value to it. But when I told them wrestling, they were more like concerned. They were like, oh. Then my my mom is actually a closet wrestling fan as well. <laughs> <laughs> so she's familiar. Mama Traxis. She's familiar with how violent it can get. 
you know oh let's, let's just say like i mean they they've been through like uh they saw my injuries before right like uh dislocated so dislocated shoulder broke uh, neck almost got broken in india i mean like during the wwe tryouts and then on the day itself i was doing a five minute match i pulled my groin it was <laughs> terrible and i didn't know that i pulled my groin and i still pushed through it only when i reached back to the hotel room I went to the hotel, I went back to the toilet, my balls were like swollen like the size of grapefruit lah. But the thing is, I still pushed through it and I still finished the match, right? You know that, mm. right? So, I mean, like for those people who think that pro wrestling is fake, no man, we are like really tough, like really push our body to the next limit and our mental strength is really strong, right? Because at the end of the day, it's about entertaining the fans and, you know, letting the fans remember you for who you are. You're a wrestler, You're, you need to have that fighting spirit in you, right? You don't stop until you like, literally like, Concast or pass Oh I got concast before Before right You know oh, yeah. It was terrible oh. But I still push on No hospitals 15 minutes Recovery Fine All good It's cute how you went from Like the other way around Cause I watched WWE right. Last time when right. I was Young and so that's why I know The Rock mm. You know Undertaker mm -hmm. And then that's about it o Only two <laughs> guys and someone else I can't I can't remember the name but Kane, I don't know what Stone Cold Oh yeah okay Once you say them I know right, right, I know them right, Yeah right. But I can't remember Off the top Those of were the days like, yeah. Wrestlers were yeah, And all, all these names You are saying They're all like Really over the top You know like Kane, <gasps> Undertaker They're all going what, is that, But what, that was the fun thing bro. It is yeah. a fun thing Yeah so, it is the fun so thing is yeah. that no, no I think right Like for me right Like my character Is super over the top Like I would just like exaggerate my movements. You see, like how the way I talk right now, right? Like even like my gear, like it's always so colorful. It's always bright. You know, so it stands out. But th that's the thing about pro wrestling, right? You have to look larger than life. You need to look unique. You need to be different. You, you can't be like the uh, uh, Trixie. I want to wear the black pants. Uh. I want to be the Undertaker. But you can only be one Undertaker, right? You just be yourself. You know what I mean? So people can relate to you as well. Right? I mean, like, obviously, like you wear something, you wear pink, and you wear black. Obviously, you look at the guy who's wearing pink, one, right? Yeah. yeah. Just be different. So, so, so did you all have to come up with your own like gear. style yeah. gear? Even the personality, you know? Did you have to bring it out somewhere? Mine is pretty much just me. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. How would you describe me? It's just me being a childish. Very vulgar person. <laughs> I think when like we started out, we, we we were we had to workshop everything on our own. Like yeah. we had to experiment what works, what doesn't work. When right. we started, because like when we, we when first. we joined, it was like still in the first year of SPW. Uh. So like we had to like kind of like try things out if it worked or not work. So it took us some time to kind of discover what character worked mm. and what didn't. So now like uh, when we have new wrestlers come in, we always tell them try to find a way to stand out not just from um, SPW if you want to succeed in on, on the international level, basis yeah, yeah. try to find a way to stand out from the international uh, market uh. so mm. like for example like for what Andrew said you come in with black tights you want to be um, anti-hero badass then people will think like are you are you going to be as good as this anti-hero badass like um, mm. like The Rock or uh, Steve Austin also I you know we talk about building this character yeah. looking the part and all but you guys don't have the same resources as you know other yeah. federations where they have weekly TV shows and you guys only run shows like twice a month twice a month so yeah. how do you and actually and then now build you the mentioned as well during the pandemic it's you guys haven't had any shows yeah. recently so, yeah. so how, how do you do it how do you build something without all these resources that other federations I have I think what's a good thing about SPW is that our production value is really good. Uh. Yeah, so it, you know, it leaves people coming to, uh, coming back for more wanting to watch the product. You know, like good commentary, good camera angles here and there. On it's YouTube. all on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. And it's available for free, not $9.99. But yeah, okay. <laughs> so the good thing about SPW is also because we 
we have a very very strong like uh, relationship with international guests so you like you know we mm. brought down like big stars from around the world Kenny Omega so they're all we're really connected with all these international wrestlers so that's why like you know that's the reason why people want to come back for more I mean of course I want in order for me to attract the mainstream fans I have to bring down like some mainstream guys so that they can watch our product so they can eyeballs all my local guys you get what I mean mm-hmm. yeah so it's good I mean like I win. never look back lah. I mean I think like even when we first started it's only like 60 or 80 people in attendance and yeah. now right now we have like 500, 700, 1000 people in attendance so I think it's pretty good we still win. utilize like social media social as our outlets to like deliver our promos and stuff mm. although we have no control over how like whether fans have to watch it to understand the match mm-hmm. um, end of the day if the fans are interested in the product the stories they will watch us yeah. they will go and watch it themselves mm. but how much, how much of it is actually scripted and storytelling because I tell you when I was watching wrestling when I first started watching I think it took me a few years to realise that all oh, this not real that's <laughs> the beauty about pro wrestling mm. we can't tell you how much is real how much is Entertainment. My boys like creative freedom as well, you know. Yeah. I mean like it's only of course like I booked the, the main event picture like, because you know it's really important for mm-hmm. business. Yeah, yeah. So. so so but so how detailed do you go? Do you go like this is how long you have? You have like ten minutes, you have to do these moves and then she gives to win I, at the end or something. For me not so, but as long as they try to stick within the timing, la, you yeah. know what I mean? Because I, I, I don't want to like control their creativity and stuff here and there. But I think like nowadays I think we should do it. In the start it was easier for us, I think, because we started out all pretty much the same time. Yeah. So it's like, we yeah. kind of like, delicated like, who's dating what? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, that's good for us, but like, not so good for the, the new yeah, ones. The new ones. When there were lesser wrestlers, it was Yeah, easier. it was so much easier. The, the likelihood of having the same maneuvers, the same sequences, yeah. is right, right, right. Not, yeah. no, uh, not that high. Correct, correct. But as we have more wrestlers, then um, that is when like a team will come in, our team will come in, mm. and then they will um, tender the production of the entire show, mm. such that everything right is different, and there's a flow to it. Currently today, like, in order to enjoy wrestling, to watch wrestling, you could be able to suspend your disbelief. Correct. Mm. Yes. In order to Don't enjoy the product. Yeah. Uh, Paul Heyman once mentioned that um, you shouldn't cater uh, to someone that doesn't want to try to enjoy wrestling. If mm. someone doesn't want to even put in the effort to understand the product, don't bother at all. Yeah. Okay, if it's not for you, Street fine. Street. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, back to your point about how to like plan like matches and stuff. Um, every match has a different story to tell. Um, that's like back to the point of, of like pr- producing a show. Mm. We try to aim like every match is different. Like there could be two tag team matches, but both will tell different, different stories. stories. Mm, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's the same thing. Like um, you you think about movies and stuff as well. Like um, every movie has a flow. Mm. The good guy will show his strength. After that, he will go through some tough times. After that, he'll come back from it, and then the back and yeah. forth, the dramatic moments will come in. And then it's all pure. Emotions, you know. Well, so, why don't you bring us back to your first ever show then? What what, what was that like? The very first time you ever did the show, you said there were the sixty. Uh, okay, let's talk about the sixty pack show. All right, let's just talk about my debut. Show. All right, I mean before yeah. they they join you. Yeah, it was just at the CC. You know, we just moved the ring, and oh, we didn't even move the ring, lah. We just no lighting, yet. no nothing. Sixty packs, just like training matches and stuff. So I went, I went against like this. Uh, like this guy who came to Singapore, he was a like a performer at USS. What was he doing, Bumblebee? Or, or, no la, what the world? What the world? Or something oh la, yeah. Oh my god, I Bumblebee. Like, I don't know. I was like, Bumblebee. It's nice, it's nice, yeah. So, uh, I got my ass whooped la. Obviously, I'm like, the point of time, I was only like 53 kilos and he's yeah, like he was 100 plus kilos and stuff, yeah. But, 
I mean, it's good lah. I mean, it was a it was a nice match. Not too bad on YouTube. I mean, we had like positive comments and mm. stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's remarkable lah. From 60 right now, you know, to see where SPW is at this stage is amazing lah. So, so how did it get so cool then? From 60 to SPW, we always do by word of mouth. Like, yeah. we do a lot of like YouTube promotion, Facebook promotion. It's like the product is real. I think like when people watch something that is real, they can relate to it. You know what sure. I mean? It's like you know they're seeing guys like. You know, maybe like Alexis Lee. I mean, she doesn't look like a pro wrestler, like normal pro wrestler. Yeah. You know what I mean, right? But she has the heart, and you know, like people can't like people can relate to how much heart you have. So you know, they watch our product, and I always tell people like, you know, you come to my product, you watch my show. I'm sure you become fans, and it's true. They come, just mainstream people. They come, they watch the product, they love they enjoyed it. And I think like what you mentioned in the beginning, where the audience, as long as your audience. Is the most important thing. They are entertained. Yes, right? precisely. Yeah. yeah, precisely. The fans are so important. Like right now, that's that's what I feel about pro wrestling now, lah. I mean, like you know, when you perform inside the ring, do training matches, when there's no audience watching, oh, it's not pro wrestling, lah. To me, to me, ah, to me, for me, lah. But for them, I don't know. But it's for me, it's very different. Yeah, it's different. You, know? you cannot feed off mm. and kind of like work to it. What was the first time in the ring, like the official match? I was nervous as. The F well. By that point, I just started training officially for like what eight months. So it was like really crazy. I was the only girl in the whole match. I was going to wrestle three other guys. It was a four way match for the Breakthrough Junior Cup, which I still have at home. So you won three guys. Oh, I got my handed to me. She got brutalized. Like, in the start, I just got thrown out, and I I just came in for the big finish, and I just like splash them on. As in like I just pin one, and then I just won. Yay! Then yeah. shortly after that, we also got like more media attention on us, which was like. It was a very worrying experience because I mean, when we started out, we didn't think there was going to be so much media attention on us, Correct. and then like we got all these crazy great opportunities, no? Yeah, yeah. And she's saying this after she after she told y'all that she tried to hide this from her parents. It's it's the funniest thing because like it, uh, we came out on Straits Time and then like I was like so nervous if they would find yeah. out from it because it's the Straits Time, man. Yeah. But no, I was like wow, lucky. Then the Chinese newspaper, the Lian He Wan Pao, they decided to do cover a short story on me and like cover me. Then my aunt saw it, and then she asked my mother if that was me, and that's how my mom knew. I was like, <laughs> yeah, so what happened? And my mom was like, Peace. kind of happy-ish. That I mean, there was like you yeah, know you her cut. daughter is on newspaper, but at the same yeah, time she was like really pissed off because they miswrote my name like for the whole article. <laughs> but, uh, it only came out correctly once. Like the rest of it was like all different names. You know, I was like, huh. Ah, uh, so the editor didn't do the job, huh? Yeah, it came out to like about like ten different people in the one short little article. This like, is RP. Know, yeah, an RP. <laughs> so like the, the teachers were like kind of very cool and very interested about it. So they were like just like started doing wrestling stuff. Oh, they were like carry me, carry me. At some point, yeah, I just carried on my teacher who was like almost twice my weight. Almost like almost almost. You must get a lot of that, like you know, like hey carry me or like yeah, kick kick me or something and. Oh you know. This is a chop lah. Oh, but, but, but it's actually quite it's common right, because yeah. like, like they want to know how it feels. feels. Given a yeah. lot of people chop. I had to hide it from my parents. Yeah, he had to hide. <laughs> you hide your chops from your parents? No, of course he had marks first on his chest. What's it like though being the, 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 the only girl in that match? I guess you were the first, you the only girl for a while, isn't it? Yeah, for like very long time actually. It was great but it was also like kind of scary because I mean all these guys progress so fast and I was like mm. playing catch up with them. It's Every time it's it's crazy because I mean these guys are freaking awesome, right? And then like I'm, not, new, I don't think I'm there <laughs> yet then. So it's like whenever I come out and like people are still cheer, it's like oh my god, people people do care. I was like thank you. My first match was actually like they needed to find an opponent for um, this Swiss wrestler 
who had been training much longer than I was. Oh dear. So I think that was when, like, I think um, Andrew gave me the opportunity to wrestle him. So that was my first match. Um, I guess a lot of butterflies, like, you kind yeah. of like that. Yeah. <laughs> the point of time, um, very focused on, like, nailing all the sequences mm. instead of, like, um, Interacting. Playing, interacting with the fans, you know, like you, you don't just worry that I hope I don't mess this up. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything must be perfect, Correct. you know. Uh, so like, compared to back then, compared to now, like, it's always a lot of stress going to a match, rather than enjoying the match. Mm-hmm. I think like towards like, like where we are right now, our more recent matches, like we're more like Coffee for me lah, for me relaxed. Yeah, for me yeah. like like I try to have next fun time. in the match, mm-hmm. you know, like. Yeah, that's how far we've come. It's not about doing the moves, about kneeling the sports, you know, it's about how to make the sport look more interesting and how the fans can, Mm. you know, like connect with you because of what you do. Yeah, and I think it's it's just like a performance in a sense. It is. It's where the (laughs) the entertainment comes from, sports entertainment. What's the the, the review that you guys got that you thought, after reading the review, you thought, okay, we've made it, we are legit federation right now. We've got positive comments here and there. And I guess you're always going to be reference to the bigger federations like the AEWs and WWE yeah, because and that's so. what they always watch right you know but they don't understand like I mean most people especially for the mainstream fans I feel they don't understand like the whole entire process like every big star starts from somewhere mm. somewhere small you know what I mean but we're gonna like keep climbing and the hustle the hustle is real right you guys went quite big as well I mean you're traveling for other countries to wrestling in other countries how many countries do you wrestle in? over 10 over so 10? Far, yeah I, I just like am fortunate because I mean uh, between like both genders like female and uh, male wrestlers wise like there are so much lesser female wrestlers mm. compared to the guys so definitely there are like more opportunities for like me especially like with the women's revolution and all that so I think I've been really fortunate with like use of social media like getting my name out there we have like a lot of international wrestlers too it kind of gets more eyes on me mm. so I mean that's a very big opportunity in having me like in all these different countries like we are kind of regulars in like the Southeast Asia scene yeah, of yeah, we, yeah. we travel around Southeast Asia quite often so like getting the opportunity to work like in other countries like in Australia in America and in France it's just like crazy opportunities that just happen to come about and like it's, it's still crazy to me like we managed to do all this crazy you know okay cause there's also like you know people who are like those really fake companies that mm. kind of like try to hit you up for like free stuff on, on all that things so you kind of have to learn to navigate through all this negotiate and like la, negotiate yeah, and yeah, ask yeah, about like wait. for more information because not every company can give you like information then you're like yeah. are you legit like yeah. I don't think you're legit then you're just mm. giving me big names but like what the hell you need to see like the production value as well la. for me I wrestle like 14 different countries India, Japan, China, Macau, Macau uh, uh, where else? Uh, China, uh, Taiwan. Okay, and the list goes on and on. Right, Australia. Yeah, Texas and me. We went to Japan. The few years oh ago. Dear God. Japan is one of those places whereby like wrestling is so huge. Like yeah. they, they they see it's very like there's a lot of tradition to pro wrestling. Not not like just like sumo wrestling or regular wrestling but pro wrestling as well it's like so traditional it's like, reported in the newspaper it's, it is, yeah. they treat it as a legit sport it is a legit sport yeah yeah so yeah. you know we thought like you know we might you know do a very good match but really like um, somehow or other we didn't really do such a good match on the last day la, and then we're feeling a little mm. bit demoralized <laughs> la, so yeah I mean like for us wrestlers right, I think like a good gauge uh, would be you know 
like the fans wanting to buy your merch as well lah because it's like in a way it's like fans support lah yeah, 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 and, yeah and photos as well lah so we were very demoralized because how many merch did we sell? None <laughs> None and that was like terrible that was terrible. hard to say yeah it was very very yeah. it was very sad for us lah but you know, it's okay it was a learning lesson the good thing the comforting thing is that after we left the, the arena we wanted to go back to the hotel to change to have a good old nice bowl of Ichiran ramen some fam came out to us and like Hey, checks a statement, checks a statement. And they didn't come to us, so I heard them shouting oh. at us. Yeah, but at least they remember us, right? That's the, that's <laughs> the important thing. For right? us wrestlers, right? I mean, like, the product, I mean, like, the show, the pictures, the videos, it's like our portfolio. Uh. Yeah, you know, like, the funny stories, like, sometimes, you know, I have, like, people messaging me, oh, I'm an MMA guy, yeah, I'm gonna come and do pro wrestling training. And then, like, you know, MMA, obviously, like, you do a lot of I bumps wish I got those there, messages right? instead. Then they, then they do, like, <laughs> the second rope bump, boom, yeah. then I'm like, oh, my neck hurts, I need to stop. Like, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Really? Yeah, sure. MMA guy, well done. So, what is your training like? I mean, apart from the physical side, which I I know that all of you need, right? Do you guys do any kind of special training to become pro wrestler? Definitely getting around the ring, like running the ropes, is a very different thing. Mm. When you watch on TV, it seems so fun, mm. like it's so bouncy. But when you're actually in the ring and hitting those ropes. Damn, it hurts. I remember getting bruises from the ropes yeah. like earlier Welts, on. Welts, right? Yeah. yeah. If, you ha- if you're having welts like, on your back, like, right? Wow, it means is... you're running right. You're, you're pushing hard. So as you train to do all the moves and all that, you, you also train how to fall and so on? How to take the moves? Yeah, of course, that's how very, very important. Safe, like, how to be yeah. safe. Like, how to, you know, like, make sure you don't injure your your opponent and of course like take the move well as well make your opponent look good as well so it's uh, a I guess that's the key difference from other combat sports yeah yeah it's a two way thing you know it's two way thing it's a very delicate a match can only be as good as you know let's say the two the two persons inside the ring have chemistry together before our viewers right we never ever show them like um, the back end of wrestling you know like it's supposed to be viewed as a real sport so like you can't imagine like MMA like oh they're like practicing how to talk on the microphone <laughs> and stuff. It's, imagine that in MMA, you right? Just come out. That's how you should, we should see wrestling. We should we are catering to the fans right, as if they are watching a real like um, fight. real thing, a real fight. Yeah. Mm. But um, back end wise, like character wise, uh, for me at least, uh, like I, I would just watch old tapes that see how wrestlers just basically do you some blend, homework, uh, yeah. yeah. Then see what works for for myself, lah. For others, um. I, I, used, I usually take things outside of wrestling as well, like from film. Correct, mm. right? Or even like... Uh, comics also. Comics, oh, comics cartoons, yeah. whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. there's still like storytelling. Inspiration yeah. from anywhere and Or even like... <laughs> the question is like, you know, like... Not, I mean, the answer is like, you know, like... Once great wrestler, uh, great wrestler told us before, like, I mean, like, you know... He didn't tell us, but I mean, like, great wrestler said that the best wrestlers are always the, their personality, but you just, like, marked up to 150%, wow. 200%. So you just always got to be yourself inside the ring. So you feel most comfortable in it, all right? You know? Yeah. Yeah. There's no point being someone you're not. Yeah. So, um, you've, you've built uh, quite an international uh, uh, rapport. So just as you've flown overseas, you've also flown in some international uh, uh, wrestlers. wrestlers. Um, how did you build all these relationships from... Your sixty people beginnings. I think it's because of international <laughs> bookings, lah. It's because of international bookings. So, like for example, my very first encounter with an international star would be Hoholun, mm. So Hoholun, you know, owns HKWF. The most memorable one was like uh, was wrestling on the show, and then I met Pete Dunn. So at that point of time, Pete Dunn wasn't very famous yet. He was just like just normal Pete Dunn, I remember like. 
uh, one of the events, one of the events, uh, we needed a wrestler. I wanted to book Tadri, but the part of time Tadri was busy, so like, you know, just try my luck. Just drop a good old Pete a message on a Facebook Messenger and then. Hi, Pete, would you like to wrestle in Singapore? And then uh, apparently his schedule is okay, and then. Here he is, like, he comes to Singapore for He's me. Reload. Like, yeah, 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 reload. Yeah, oh. it was really, really good. Like, yeah. It's all about connections. Like, it's about, you know, being very real to your, your, your guests as well. So, whenever my guest comes to Singapore, mark my words, like, every one of them will say that I'm such a good host because I'll make sure that they have a great time in Singapore. Yeah. This is what you bring to the table. Like, it's re- the real you. Like. So, like, yeah. So, how I managed to, uh, you know, bring Kenny Omega down is because, like, uh, with my connections with Sima because you know I booked Sima down in Singapore for like a couple of times four times five times funny thing is like, I met Kenny Omega like I think one year ago at Comic Con mm. yeah yeah so <laughs> okay, he remembers me still like this fanboy in Comic Con and then it's like oh not really uh, okay but I mean growing up right I noticed Kenny Omega like, I watched his matches like, apparently like you know he wrestled the most famous match is him wrestling a doll a sex doll and it was so damn entertaining. Like, <laughs> wow, if you can wrestle with a non-living object and you make the match look so good, is you're a fantastic wrestler. You're an entertainer, you know? Yeah. I don't think Kenny ever saw Andrew as like a fanboy. La. I don't think so. I think the moment he introduced himself as, as, a, as a wrestler, he says that he's a promoter, mm. he definitely can empathize. Oh, okay, like, like we're technically colleagues in the industry. Yeah. So like he'll definitely like be curious about how his probably ask SPW, you how yeah. is Singapore like uh, resting in Singapore like then like he was like asking you like so um, when's the next show you know like it's it's very um, yeah. like it's very professional yeah yeah yeah, like, it's, yeah. It's, it's not like so like how long have uh, like how long have you been watching um, WWE for example yeah, it's like it's like yeah. so it's when like we, we, we are in the industry yeah. but you know like I, I don't know about some fans uh, some fans might think like hey I don't know why like this uh, Alexis Lee Traxxas and some of the SPW guys have special privi- oh, privileges yeah, to like meet the other WWE wrestlers la, but I they have know. to understand that we are in the, the business industry. compared to other federations they're quite young right so how yeah. did you get this amount of uh, 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 outreach, uh, outreach, uh, yeah, yeah. from so. the other federations. It's really our networking, yeah, right? our networking on social media, production yeah, value, production, yeah. marketing. Yeah. Well, like for me, I don't like just do like pro wrestling. I do like YouTube stuff. I work with a lot of like YouTubers around mm. Singapore. Then you know, I promote the sport as well. Whenever I go to like a bar or like some stuff, I just tell people I'm a pro wrestler. Yeah. It's networking, what? So it's a very young federation. You all got spotted by what you know the the the, the pinnacle, the pinnacle of a thing that's like WWE. And yeah. how did they? even get you know uh their, their eyes on on our small on you guys a small federation in a small country uh why would they you know how, how did they even get to know of you guys and come all the way down and watch you guys for that must have been super exciting yeah because at a point of time because the wwe uh southeast asia uh gm here yeah, the gm for wwe southeast asia he asia pack he's uh he's based in singapore mm. so apparently like you know he got introduced by one of our sponsors to come and watch our show he was very fascinated with our product you know he felt like wow he's it's, you know the, the quality of wrestling is good so apparently like you know he reported back up to the execs at that point of time the execs were not very interested in singapore wrestling like, or southeast asia mm. but apparently like he kept he kept pushing here and there this and that this and uh you know showing stories uh videos and stuff and then they got very interested that was in 2017 right yeah 2017 yeah, yeah so apparently like a couple of us got scouted like, for talent yeah and then somehow rather decided to go with the May Young Classic instead of the Asia tournament mm. so it went another direction yeah, yeah we had to wait for like two more years or so and then like finally like they came in 2019 right yeah. for the scout 
scouting yeah for the scouting and stuff and then yeah so like the three of us you know they, they were they were very, very skeptical as well they were very very picky as well we had a training session mm-hmm. with them right and they were watching us when doing training after that they went to watch our show and then they start picking and confirming the names that they want yep. yeah it was very 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 strict okay like, so what yeah. happened so the three of us uh, we got selected and we went to WWE uh, trials in, in China la. In China Alright yeah. Yeah. yeah So we were, the, we were The first three Singaporeans To represent Singapore In the WWE trials And that No one Can take it away from us It was like a training camp la. I mean mm. I honestly felt like It was such a fun experience Like, like Something that you didn't want to end la. It was well, July June Asia, July yeah, So we went Go there Train have lunch, go back, train again. I think like the coaches say that we, you know, they, they can see like a lot of talent in the, the Singaporean guys like, you know, like we work hard, we can definitely work well on the ring. I can't say for the <coughs> other wrestlers that I work with. It's terrible, but yeah, you know, like we are safe and we are good and you know they can see our work rate lah. So in terms of the results, you know, we can't, we can't say too much as well, mm. you know, we just got to wait and see lah. We, we have no idea what. Right, and, and all like, of it was so all started from you Andrew because you were like yeah. the pioneer in this so, because so, he had a dream so yeah. what what's the next step for you guys where do you all see yourself next I would want to definitely give Japan a try because like Japan's always been like this very big kind of like goal but it's so scary also their training there is like intense and all that so it's like it's just scary to kind of like see what they would think of like me like I mean I have experienced all these like kind of like successes and all that stuff so it's like I have to step out of my comfort zone mm. to do Japan but at the same time the Europe scene do a bit more and also America for sure we are so young still but yet Correct. we've made this impact and we gotta keep going la. I just feel like mm. we shouldn't stop keep growing after that like, come there will come a time that we have more opportunities to work with um, ways to like showcase our content for me, it's like, uh, of course, like to make SPW a more mainstream promotion in Singapore. You know, mainstream TV, lah, but I don't know about them. Lah, huh? uh, for myself, my own goals is uh, to make it a mainstream promotion. Lah. Doesn't matter whether WWE, AEW, Japan, or whatsoever, but you know, this is something that I want to do. Lah. I want to make it like a professional career. In the meantime, as well, lah, I still can do double roles as to make sure like SPW is still going well and good lah. of course like giving opportunities to up and coming wrestlers mm. to get mm. the spot lah. but I yeah. think at this point um, it also depends on the goals of our wrestlers as well yeah. like we don't assume that everyone wants to do it full time some yeah. people are contented with like just I just want to wrestle in Singapore mm. or, or as a side gig yeah. you know, some people might be contented with that some you know might want to go international yeah. Yeah, but I think at this point um, right now I won't I would say like it's not feasible yet to do mm. SPW full time. Mm. So what we do is that it's more like a side gig, yeah. but at the same time, there's still a lot of commitment that it's goes into it as well. Yeah. Yeah. But the main thing is pro wrestling still. Like, no matter what, like, yeah. if you have to do a show, okay, sorry, I need to take time off from work. I don't care. No pay leave, yeah, doesn't that, matter. That, Just come and do the work. Yeah, it's so true, long. it's true. Like, this is yeah. really our passion. So this was main, like, our main focus, even though it's not fully feasible yeah. until we get our name mm. out there. So it's like, you have to sacrifice some things in order, like, to Correct. fight for your dream. Correct. So what would you say to um, people who want to, you know, follow in your footsteps and be fr- pro wrestlers? Mm. Uh, especially all those like Singaporean kids out there. I, really I think the first step, right, is to really, you know, just try. Try, chase your dreams, you know, tell yourself, like, you always believe in yourself. You have to believe in yourself before you can start believing your dreams, whether you can achieve the dreams, right? Just, just never look back. Uh. You really just never look back. Just go all out. If someone comes to you, 
and say, well, guy or girl says to you, okay, I want to be part of the SPW roster. What is the kind of criteria you look at uh, before you would accept them? You have the right heart, right mindset. It doesn't matter how you look. You always want to like be willing to learn. That's very, very important. You know, like what they say, like, you know, it's sports entertainment, right? So people might, might think like, oh, this is fake and stuff. You need to look like a part of a wrestler as well. So it's a lot of physique as well. Physique is important as well, yeah. But at least you need to, you know, start working out and all, you know what I mean? Yeah, to... Be slightly different, like say like if let's say you're not very big, at least you know, maybe you have a good charisma, you know how to talk, uh extrovert. You look good, you know, you have a nice face, uh you work to your strengths, lah, you know, like maybe you are very fashionable, so maybe like your costume and stuff be very different. And work to your strengths. You know, you don't have to do like super flippy stuff. I mean like some guys can, some guys can't I can't do flippy stuff, but you know, I'm still the statement and people still love me for who I am, you know, I mean like Hulk Hogan, right? He doesn't need to do a moonsault to be Hulk Hogan, right? He just needs to do a leg drop, right? Yeah. And people still don't see him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the end of the day, like say many times is how people remember you. That's the most important thing. What would you say to yourself back then? If you could talk, if you could talk if you to yourself, talk to yourself when you felt you the most uncool, Alexis the first, most down. Even though like the reason why I got into pro wrestling was like a negative thing, it's like I gotta be thankful for all that obstacles that has led me to follow down this path. Cause I mean, without all those struggles and all that like unhappiness that's bottling up inside me, I would not, I would not have turned to pro wrestling, and I would not have this like crazy awesome like past eight years of my life. I told myself to just grab the opportunity when it arises before it, it's gone. Yeah. You know, like, um, it's always take the first step first. You know, you'll figure out whether it's for you or not. Correct. And there's no harm in just trying. Uh, if you got the time, you know, got the passion, go ahead, try it out. Like, no harm in trying. If it's not for you, then at least you leave with an experience. I think for me, it's like, I'll tell my, I'll be very proud of my secondary school self because, you know, I still did like, I remember doing cryo practice, I still did like wrestling moves <laughs> on some of my friends and I, he said like, I broke his back, but I mean, come on, it's not so easy to break someone's back. So yeah, uh, it's just, yeah, I mean, just go for what I want, what I want in life, mm. and then like, don't let anyone stop you from chasing your dreams alone, like, like people like laugh at you or whatsoever. I remember like, even OCS as well, right? Like, I had to like give a talk, right? And then they asked like, what do you see yourself in, I don't know, five to 10 years stuff? I want to be a pro wrestler. Everybody laughed at me, but like, hey, mm. haha, ha, I'm laughing at you right now, guys. Look, I'm living my dreams, right? I wrestle like all time world. I mean, I will hang out with like, I mean, all time world champions. I hang out with good people, you know, people who always are forever young. And you know, we'll always, you know, let the, the fans in Singapore remember who we are. So yeah. That's true. You I might be one right? of the few who actually went on to do what you said you wanted yeah, to of do. Of course, yeah. I think like, most important thing is to just believe in yourself lah. Believe in that product. Because by that, you have to just tell yourself that this product is something, it's going to be big in the, the near future lah. You really just got to like, always be thinking like, even bigger of how you're going to bring your baby to the next uh, level and, and step lah. Of course, it does help of course to be financially stable as well lah. To you know, get good savings before you start doing your business lah. Yeah, yeah. And just don't look back lah. Just always believe in yourself. Just tell yourself that is this really something that you want to do? And just gotta go for it lah. Yeah, and mm -hmm. just always be real. Always be real at what you do. Because people can realize how real you are. Yeah. And for yourself as well, since you're the, I guess, one of the, the founders, how much for, for you is sports entertainment and how much is business running this federation? <sighs> wow, that's a tough question. I 
think it's 50-50 really it's 50-50 because I feel that the business aspect is very very important as well because if I don't put the brand out there I don't make money for my brand I'm, I won't be able to pay my wrestlers as well you know what mm-hmm. I mean right and entertainment is important too but I still have to support the promotion make the promotion still you know financially stable and stuff to keep continuing what I do sometimes I'm, I, I don't mind like you know taking a step back just being a promoter and just like giving uh, opportunities for my other talent uh. but they have to be really the face of SPW uh, mm. to know how to promote the brand you know yeah mm. and help put SPW in the mainstream uh. okay, and now uh, of course we are in the middle of a pandemic uh, hopefully towards the tail end what's next for SPW I think we've just been really enjoying our time with like our loved ones because before that we were just like traveling so much we're like so packed with a lot of things so now it's like you know we get to take a step back, chill, kind of take a breather, reevaluate like our life choices and still agree that you know pro wrestling is yes, still awesome. Yes. So we're like, yay, okay. Yes. Correct decision. Didn't waste all that time. I think I speak on behalf of all the active uh, members of our roster. Mm. I think we've definitely went back to watch our old matches mm. during this whole time. And as we watch these matches and think about the next possible time we will have an event again, mm. I think our fire is gonna Reignite. constantly yeah. Reignite, come back, the flame will be bigger than ever once we return. So, uh, Chexus, you were saying about trying out. Why don't you t- let our listeners know if they want to try out wrestling in a, let's say, in a recreational way and not in a professional way, mm-hmm. uh, how can they do it? Look for us on Facebook, okay? Search up SPW Singapore Pro Wrestling, drop us a message, let us know if you're interested, and we'll work out a tryout class for you. Yeah, complimentary. And now on YouTube as well, yeah, be entertained our matches. Trust me, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be worth your time. Yeah. And how about your own your own socials, your own handles? Alexis underscore frigging underscore Lee. You can find me on Facebook, Andrew Tang, A N D R U E W Space T A N G and for Instagram is DN Statement T H E A N D S T A T E N E N T. Facebook and Twitter at Trexus and on Instagram at Kaiser underscore Trexus. Thank you to The Statement, Trexus and Lexus from SPW for being on Uncool. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe to The Uncool or rate us 5 stars on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Just search for Freelance Creative Exchange and you can find more episodes of The Uncool or others in our series. And then you click follow. Also, share with us and celebrate the uncool moments by going to any social media platforms and using the hashtag FCEUncool. We want to hear from you, and remember, it's cool to be uncool.